Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hrothian unofficial spoiler podcast for week five. We've got quite the show for you. Um, I'm Silencio Steve, as always, and I'm joined with, as always, Man Sexel. Hey, everybody. Um, today we'll be discussing the week's episodes with Regicide Season 4, Episode 5, Thronekeeper Season 2, Episode 4, and Keymaker Season 5, Episode 5. Try saying that several times fast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we kind of decided to let you guys know what episodes we're talking about, just, you know, for future proofing. Yeah, it definitely makes sense, too. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about anyone that comes in looking at the previous episodes, but um, it's your fault for being so slow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we're, we're blaming you. <laughs> okay, um, you want to just jump into Registide then? May as well. Shall we? Of course. So, um, we have <laughs> poor Ophius. Poor, poor Ophius. <laughs> we, um, oh, they're leaving? Where are they going to? They're going to a deer. Why are they going that direction? They've all got horses? I guess I need a horse then, don't I? <laughs> oh. Oh, no. I was so confused. I thought he turned into a snake. And then um, for the entire scene, I was just imagining a naked man petting a horse. <laughs> it's like, dude, what the hell? No, oh, that's a mental image. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, man. It's just, I was imagining just a naked dude standing in a field petting a horse. And it was like, but why? <laughs> why isn't anyone addressing the fact that he's naked? <laughs> Uh, fortunately, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I misunderstood. I thought he, I thought he turned into a snake before. So, oh man, probably would have scared the hell out of the horses anyway if he did do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, oh, so um, we had the fun little moment of Antioquo before he went back to normal, where he dropped the trump card around by that time, and um. So, Ophius didn't actually actually get a horse. Because <laughs> um, the horse's owners and people that they're looking to sell to turned up. Yeah. And we're like, what the hell are you doing on my land? What the hell are you doing with my horses? Which, when they're saying that, from what you said, that would have been even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> It's like, oh god! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Misunderstandings can be fun. <laughs> certainly, certainly. So, um, then it resulted in uh, OFS having to roll well, which normally you wouldn't think that'd be the case, but hey, he did. So he managed to keep up without getting exhausted. Yeah. Which taking that out of context is also <laughs> the makes even worse. <laughs> I think by this point somebody addressed um I asked in chat and somebody corrected me, so I was I imagined it was the clothes on at this point. But I was like <laughs> why? <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> and so they they managed to catch up, managed to get ahead of them, and then Almost lose them, and then oh shit! Have to go double freaking speed to freaking catch up in, and somehow rolls well enough so he doesn't get exhausted again. 
Yeah. I mean, I think he's probably got a better freaking stamina after everything else he's had to deal with freaking exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> At least you'd hope so. Yeah, he managed to stay in front of them for the most part until, uh, you know, they got back to the gate. But, but before that, you know, he sounded like he was doing pretty well. And then Ophios managed to sneak in and sneak form into the camp before they go towards the gate. Um, and confused the shit out of Rena. She only went looking for him when he was asleep in snake form, so couldn't freaking find him. <laughs> I feel so bad for Rena. Because, like, imagine hearing and seeing that, and then, like, oh, my dead friend might be alive. And she's, she's basically, basically, he made her hallucinate. Yeah. Well, like, she was going with someone's trying to mess with you. Yeah. That sort of thing, like, this isn't this isn't him. He's dead. And it's just like, um, hmm. until Elijah has to have an intervention with her. It was like, um, Rena Ophelia is dead, and we need to move on. Like, but the entire time she's like sneaking out at night and can get caught pretty easily. And yeah, so I felt bad for Rena. Yeah, because they're not out of the woods yet with that. <laughs> with freaking. <laughs> with freaking. No, they're going to be watched for a long time, and sneaking off probably. Probably ultimately not the best things to do, but it will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, for some reason, though, I am enjoying when Rena goes off on Elijah. Because <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> my heart goes out to Elijah because he, he just wants the best for the situation. But it's just like she goes off and it's like the, most, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, I guess, because they sound like they're like a bickering couple. <laughs> that was mentioned, especially during chat, this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, they cross the river to go to the gate, and Ophius decides, "Yeah, I'll cross the river, but I'm not going to actually follow them to the gate because I have none of my gear. I just have clothes and a sword I can summon out of nowhere. I don't even have a shield or anything like that." Yeah. No matter how much Twitch chat tried to plea for him to change his mind, he, he stuck resolutely to that, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably smart because um, I don't see how he would have gotten past the Sturges. <laughs> yeah. think they used candles to get past them, but those candles also drew in trolls. But, that's <laughs> but Ophius doesn't even have that. So, giant mosquito swarms. Yeah. I don't think he has anything for that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true, but I, I still don't see how this was better than how the Sturges were worse than the Trolls. <laughs> so I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> well, considering they're big-ass mosquitoes, and there's usually a lot of them in places, it would have been a lot more than the four Trolls they had to fight after that, that's for damn sure. <laughs> if they I, use freaking swarm rules from Pathfinder and that sort of thing into it. Um... What could Rena have done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. It's just that. Or even most of the guards Elijah would have been MVP either way, depending which one they fought. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah would have been MVP this episode. That of uh, apparently our protagonist <laughs> of the <this> series. <laughs> oh, man. And so. Let's just preface this by saying, because I think we've forgotten to, that they were going with the commander and 20 guards, and mm -hmm. when they came outside the gate, it was commander and two of the guards went inside, and it's just the rest of the guards and Elijah and Rena outside in the camp, and that sort of thing, and one of the one of the guards is just, like, chatting, like, 
um, why are we using these candles if they're just going to draw in trolls? And like, oh, oh, don't worry about it. Trolls are afraid of fire. And we'll be fine. And then Elijah's like, math equations and that sort of thing popping up. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, we need to have fire. <laughs> yeah, we need huge fire. We need it quick. <laughs> Touch combustion's a really good spell for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Rena and, and Elijah pretty much um, create that huge bonfire. With the guards, I guess, twiddling their thumbs, because it seems like they didn't do that much from the description. But I mean, they probably helped getting with the wood. It's just that the wood they got in the area was shite. And that's where touch combustion then, really helps. Because yeah. <laughs> either way, it goes on fire. <laughs> I mean, you can technically you can technically touch you can technically touch a brick building, and it will set the brick building on fire. You can literally touch a stone building. A stone building will go on fire. You can start. You can touch something made out of metal. Touch combustion will make it go on fire. Yeah. As to whether, <laughs> as to whether or not it will stay on fire is a different matter, but it will be on fire. <laughs> um. So they decide since they have a bonfire going that they're going to go to sleep, and that may have been an issue with nobody on watch. <laughs> well, with guards on watch, but. Um, may as well be nobody, yeah. And <laughs> um, uh, leaving Reno with being able to see in the dark and poor Elijah not being able to see in the dark. Wait, was that the sergeant who got like eaten in the first couple of seconds? I don't know. <laughs> that... It was just a random guard. He could have been one of them. Okay. But there's at least six of them that got eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was I thought he said sergeant, so I wrote down sergeant, but you know, it's kind of deserved at that point for the sergeant to keep eating Because <laughs> if I was a guard, I'd be pissed, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, Fuck, man. I'd rather, I'd rather fight the mosquitoes. <laughs> sure, stay away from fire, and um, that didn't end up happening. They had a big freaking bonfire, and uh, four of them go, oh, cooking fire just for us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, from their formation, though, according to Messi, this was a strategic attack from the um, Troll Empire. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Every direction at once. <laughs> there must be some strategy to this one. Hmm. The trolls are evolving. <laughs> oh man, clever troll! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, there's a little bit of party uh, conflict because Rena wants to leave, and Elijah's like, "No, we got to protect these other dudes." And Rena's like, "What the fuck?" Dude, consciously, the more to be eaten. Yeah. Yeah. And um, well, Elijah, well, we didn't give a shit about him, but Elijah was like, "Nah, now nah, we're gonna do the right thing here." So Rena decides to stay and fight, and because of that, they live. <laughs> what well, more? Don't die. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, losing a third of your people versus losing all your people is pretty good. For... I was I was just saying, shout out to Tyler though, because uh, remembering Rena's feet, like <laughs> or fell handed. Yeah, so Tyler remembering all Rena's feet for her. Um, <laughs> also had a uh, using our good friend the Divilex <laughs> <laughs> and the. Not only Rena describing how she dispatches the trolls, but then Scott going just that little step extra as to how she rips the souls out of the trolls. Yeah. And uh, 
they get consumed in fire. It was cool to see the ex do its quote-unquote job <laughs> for the first time. And Elijah getting off fireballs, getting off flights to get out of the way of things. One of them throwing a dead body at him. <laughs> Ice lance. To... Um... Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. We get to see uh, Elijah turn to his um, anime mode and use his super special anime attack once again, which helps to take down... I think the last roll. Yeah, that was the last one. And then the freaking blessing of Roger that came through. This is the first one since Scott was planning on editing it and decided that he edited it on the fly because he'd meant to, but he'd forgotten to. <laughs> so it's um, <laughs> now the PCs roll a d6 and what they roll is what they get from the list of abilities there where they have added speed, one which they need to change, which is get it from prone, prone for free. Then there's um, three, which was. Uh, an extra attack, which Elijah kept rolling, <laughs> which um, unfortunately yeah, an attack, uh, yeah, unfortunately an attack doesn't count as a spell in fighting. Right. So, <laughs> so that was kind of useless to him. Um, there was also freaking one which Rian kept getting, which was bonuses to AC and attack rolls, and then what's the fifth one? The fifth one was an extra. The fifth one was the extra spell. Yep. The extra spell of second level, uh, which Elijah got to have that anime moment where. He is able to cast whole person. Oh no! Also, yes. Yep, it was whole person. Does whole person oh, actually well, work? Hold creature, I think he has. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't think whole person works on a troll. Yeah, <laughs> that was the case. Whole... I'm just like, hang on a moment. Scott recommended that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was hold creature, but yeah, he used hold creature, and then he used his special attack, ice lance. Which apparently he um, makes sure that he's stocked up for <laughs> at all times. <laughs> it does feel like an anime attack, though. <laughs> he ends up getting beaten the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poor Elijah. <laughs> also, I mean, Raina took a lot of damage, too. Yeah, MVP, that first troll that managed to steal the Devil X away from him for a moment. <laughs> and it looked like it was going to run away, too. <laughs> <laughs> it almost <laughs> saved her immortal soul. Oh, and theirs too. <laughs> oh man. And funny he was like, what the hell is up with these campaigns and everyone losing their weapons? <laughs> I did predict that they'd end up losing their weapons again, yeah. <laughs> um, Apparently though it's only axes that get lost. So, <laughs> you know, as long as you're not using an axe, your weapon's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever think the Vogue is just a clip to Maniac and just adding to his collection now? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Magical X's, but you can't just have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um so after the fight we pretty much end off with um Commander walking out of the gate with Cadus. Which though... is kinda strange. I don't know why they would hold Cadus in there, but I think that it was just him sitting there arguing, trying to get them to change more. But um, also, there's also um, kind of don't really want people knowing where a secret prison is. I guess, but he's like a lieutenant commander, so if they, people ask for him and it's like, where the hell did he go? And nobody knows. There, somebody should be going out, going out and looking for him. Oh, there's probably gonna be, there's probably going to be consequences for that yet. <laughs> One other thing that we forgot to mention was a uh, oh boy, Phaedra. Yay. <laughs> I specifically wrote Phaedra Returns 
Thank the Destroyer. <laughs> so, um, All hail the Destroyer, <laughs> Queen of the Devils. <laughs> Raven's found Devil now with that arm, so uh, that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so apparently Three Troll Souls is worth turning a Lemur back into an imp. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was saying that it was mostly because the axe was used by Rena. I don't know if they actually gave him his body back or if it was or if he needed the souls for it, but uh he said that they earned his body back for him, so oh, okay. he did kind of get the body back, but yeah. Yeah, so we're Phaedral. <laughs> Ian. We don't have a new limp. We have the same uh, yeah. Oh, I I think Phaedral's gonna be causing a lot more problems for Ray right now. Yeah. I I can see that. <laughs> oh man yeah people were saying he was given the explicit order to bring the axe back mm-hmm. and I was theorizing before that I think that he basically only really has to answer to the devil and judge him yeah. not really Raven unless Draven went over Phaedra's head to that devil yeah but, uh, but um, yeah I was just I saying I don't think he wants we... to bring that devil back anytime soon <laughs> Well, I was just saying that because it seems like everything Rayburn told Fajal to do, Fajal did. But yeah, you're right. He doesn't have nope. to answer to him. So except for the, they, except for bringing the X back, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so if the big boss says, "Hey, leave that X with Rena," um, he's gonna leave that X with Rena. <laughs> he's not gonna give a shit. <laughs> I guess his excuse could be, "Oh, sorry, I dropped it. I got shot and died and dropped it, and I don't know where it went." <laughs> we, we know that uh, Rayron has a not that great sense motive compared to everyone else. So there's, there's, he's the one person that knows about it. So there's he's the Fajal's got the Fajal has a chance. <laughs> yeah, and one's not here, so you know. Ellen has really not an instant. I know you're lying. Button in the room. Yeah. Well, there is if what's his name Ellen shows up. If Ellen's in the room with with them at the same time, I guess Ellen can tell if he's lying, but. I don't think that uh, Rayon would want that report in front of Ellen. <laughs> that's that's just me, but um, <laughs> no, you're, you're you're right about that. And I just want to oh, say yeah. that with Elijah saving people's lives and trying to keep everyone from butchering each other and that sort of thing, it was a very interesting thing in Discord afterwards. Holy shit, Elijah got the green seal of approval. <laughs> I was like, hang on a moment. Because Green, Green legitimately gave up on Regicide because it's just how they would murder her early for a period of time. Like, oh, Elijah's actually a good person. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hang on, what? So, um, so Elijah is their oh, moral censor from now on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, no, like, all the love to Green and that sort of thing. It's like, but holy shit, they caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Missy recommend chat asking for PR, and that's like I don't think you're going to get better PR than the fact that you're green approved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> I was going to say before we move on to Thronekeeper, we do have a sponsor this episode. Um, our sponsor here is um, Elijah, so I'm going <laughs> to have to read off exactly what was given to me. One second here, um, <clears throat> Elijah did amazingly in the last battle with his special move the ice lance it does killer work he did great 
<laughs> Great job, everyone. Yep, and and that was um, that was our sponsor, everyone. So go on and check them out. <laughs> <laughs> As we proceed on to Thronekeeper, <laughs> I'm going to guess the most facetious just for everyone, just in case it turns out not to be the case. But um, <laughs> just cover our asses here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Thronekeeper, um, yeah, Thronekeeper was fun this week. Yeah, so Chriselle managed to get into the ball as she had already earned it, mm-hmm. and. Um, They've established the signal for how I want you guys is um, I'm going to go to the toilet and shoot a crossbow out the window at you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it works as a signal, but it's a freaking weird signal when you think about it more. <laughs> it's just a lady attacking people in the street. <laughs> no, 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 it's just someone else in the toilet with her, just like, why are you. <laughs> Where are you from exactly? <laughs> it's like anyone else bystanding to that situation just like, I just got shot from the toilet? What? That's what the people of Agastia do for fun. They shoot the the peasants. Apparently. She didn't get that much black from it. I don't think she had any bystanders that happened, but. Yeah. Well, actually, if there had been any bystanders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, I think it was explained that they aren't peasants that are cuts you anyway, so this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They probably just have hired <laughs> people with a, with a target on their back. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get. That's how you get access into the city if you don't have money. You have to wear a target so that when a rich person feels like it, they can just shoot you. <laughs> Probably has a one side redemption coupon for a healing spell or something on the other side. Of it. <laughs> but we also had other time we were BS in this um, episode as well. Where, um, you know how they were chatting with the guy to get weapons for Oscar? Huh. Wait. You bought weapons from me? Huh? I don't think we've met in person like this ever. What? I was like, oh, okay, so that day didn't happen. Then there was the concern that is, um, hang on, Leslie was also talking with, um, damn it, <laughs> I forgot the name, the magic lady. Um, oh, Arsium, Lady Arsium. Lady Arsium, yeah. Chatting with her the same day, so um, that day didn't happen. Apparently, um, Qatar said that, uh, what's her name, Chriselle was drunk, and he accused her of being drunk, and was like, let's call Oscar so we can take you to the to your room, and <laughs> let's just get you out of here. So, I mean, there's two explanations for that. Either he really wanted someone from around him at that time, so didn't want to be <laughs> noticed for that, or he generally, the day didn't happen. And I don't yeah. think he's, he's, he's an ass, but I don't think he's that much of an ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that someone would not want to hear around a jewel sort of thing with how they've been explained. <laughs> I mean, there was some good that came out of it is that Lady Nadia didn't remember her, their conversation. So I guess they could twist that information in the future when they mm. leave, you know. Yeah. Things aren't suddenly remembered <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, and so um, Lazo had wanted um, to give a letter to the AC because the AC had, had representatives there that day. Which... Um, Chris Allen managed to palm off onto them, like, 
tend to lead up to them and just walk off and disappear into the crowd sort of thing. So, like, I mean, you see plenty of those things in most freaking, like, fantasy freaking ball RPG TV movie yeah. things, like, where someone will walk up and hand someone a note and that sort of thing and disappear. Yeah. Crowd and that sort yep. of thing. And person just, like, like a freaking groundhog looking around in the sort <laughs> So I like that? how obvious the uh, the gnome was being though the entire time. He's just like, "Excuse me, did you drop this?" <laughs> like as loud as possible. <laughs> oh, that was so good. But yeah, yeah, you see that a lot, and and uh, a lot of, actually, yeah, just a lot of TV shows. Period. And then instead of organizing anything for like meeting or anything, Leslie just bumps into them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is um this is coming after the the freak out from Chris Allen where she's like, nobody remembers me. Why don't they remember me? <laughs> and they're like, no one uh, doesn't remember me. <laughs> I'm that good. Oh man, I'm that <laughs> charming. <laughs> and then having probably should just go straight into the letters. Um, she ended up going out and chatting with them about that a little bit before that before Lasso goes to find the yeah. ST. Oh, one of the important things that she uh, asked about was the spear. And because we all know how the time thing works, Oscar, of course, still had the spear that Ishmael Katara picked out. Generally just confirming that, yeah, that day did happen, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the spear from it. Oh, right, cool. Yep. And then Laszlo is like 100. Well, he's not 100. He's like 90-10. 90 that it's all mind tricks and everybody is like under some massive spell. And this is all some crazy, insane trick. And then 10%, that is actually the time thing. Yeah, and that's something that the AC probably really should be looking into because this sort of thing is exactly the sort of thing they were after. Like, big freaking time, big freaking magic messing around with things. But, um... Yeah. So he bumps into them, and they're like, yeah, um, Malta's not under us, so Malta can deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look for it, but there there was something I had written down where it was, it's kind of like, um, I get, maybe it's because of the way uh, Delvic was pausing there, but from the look of it, it seems like maybe the Arcane Congress has experienced this a bit, and they're like, we honestly don't know what's going on, but he also took the opportunity to bash both Laszlo and Amulta for not being you know yep. <laughs> arcane congress people as well so it's like because because even the adroit like the adroit face was like oh shit he noticed it too <laughs> so <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. so the, the savant was like i mean i can't fix it but yeah. <laughs> even though all three of them were supposed to be enchantment specialists at some point or other. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which probably leads it to being not actually enchantment magic. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, what, no. what else could it possibly be? <laughs> well, in Pathfinder, technically, time manipulation comes under transmutation. Technically, <laughs> 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 where they go next. Oh, man. So, Leslo is supposed to be responsible for all these deaths now? Yeah. That propaganda, man. <laughs> Arcane Congress is a propaganda machine, if nothing else. <laughs> oh, Dream man. Like definitely has a long way to go catch up to them. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely do. They got some, some ways to go. <laughs> so far, they only got me. And that's it. Everyone else still thinks they're a threat. <laughs> I mean, they also have Arthur, too. But, um... 
I would remind people that there was that episode where they sent him to go negotiate with some intelligent goblins <laughs> that uh, Ravina found for him. I think you're the best. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that was an unfortunate one. <laughs> that, uh, that whole uh, conversation ends off with the savant basically telling Laszlo that this conversation is being reported to Joson, which is like their biggest worry at this moment. And <laughs> basically Laszlo has to run off <laughs> before anything else happens. And he goes and tells Oscar almost immediately. So, I mean, that does seem a little excessively concerned because uh, they're in a Malta and if something like that happened, especially someone who's that well known in Malta, there'd be a lot more consequences for Joseph if it happened, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he probably, he probably could teleport and get out, teleport and do it and get out sort of thing real quick. <laughs> but um, doing that in a Malta is probably not the best play for him. Yeah. Especially with a, a Venator um, and their group, because then it could just be considered an act of like aggression. And it could well, there's be also other forward. mages and stuff around as well to help them out and that yeah. sort of thing. So, and considering everyone in a has done compulsory military service and that sort of thing. Yeah. As long as, as, long as they're not in the north, which Katya isn't in the north, so... Um, <laughs> as, uh, Listen, it's as, not their fault they were given such cushy jobs, okay? <laughs> Oscar had a nice time explaining that to a certain halfling, uh, halfway uh, dual security guard that they bumped into afterwards. They yeah, I like her. <laughs> I liked her. She um, was control that fight. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Her name is Ava. Ava. And, uh, yeah, she pretty much had them under her control for a good maybe twenty seconds. But you know that's been better than a lot of enemies in <laughs> in Throne Keeper. <laughs> so don't mention the pirate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> even if they are just the manual labor and getting tasks done and that sort of thing and occasional security guards and that sort of thing don't mess with them <laughs> especially if you like your scrotum <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so she's basically just she was basically the, just there because she was watching out um, keeping an eye on the, the gala for the preclarum and the town and that's pretty much her job. So when she saw two guys just sitting there outside the girls, outside of the woman's bathroom, and, and a carriage just sitting in the, the cart, bathroom, yeah, just, <laughs> and they're just they're sitting in the cart, in and out, in and out, but <laughs> different reasons. This thing, yeah, you will be a little bit shady, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I say she did her job fairly well. She mm. got all the information she wanted, and she made friends and so, with the Venator. Yeah. So. So, um, that's the reveal that don't play cards against him because um, <laughs> there's ghosts that he's that I would tell let him have. Um, yeah, Lazlo's a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> Lazlo I mean, is a cheater. Lazlo tries to summon them for anything else and they don't turn up for that session. <laughs> they only have them cheater cards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's sad, man. The, the ghosts will link him out to help him cheat. 
<laughs> Actual information? Nah, nah, nah. Playing cards. That's what we're here for. Ava <laughs> um, introduced them to the locksmith skilled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Legitimate locksmiths, I'm, I'm I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Laszlo feels at home with a bunch of criminals, so <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> technically, they have something in common. <laughs> they go around spreading that AC propaganda, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Lasso, I'm on your side. I think there's a trend here. <laughs> oh. uh, and so we have uh, Chris Ellen um, still crushing the roles with the romance. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Quick thing. She says that Lady Isaac was there. Do you think? Because um, I don't remember her being there. Uh, at the court. I mean. No, she wasn't at the court. She was at um. Right. She was in the scar. She was in. No, she wasn't in the scar. Oh fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Where, I, I forget where she was, but I know she wasn't at she the was court. She was celebrating her otherwise... birthday when they were at court, and then they're celebrating her yeah. birthday again now. <laughs> But I remember so that little being that little episode is definitely a little muddled. <laughs> so I was I was wondering if Chris Ellen was just saying that in hopes that she turns up for the for the next court reveal, information reveal, debriefing. Goodness gracious, I couldn't remember that word <laughs> for the next uh, court debriefing. But I'm I'm wondering if she if that was just an inaccuracy because you know it was it's been a while, or if that was like. Hey, hey, you were there, so show up, please. <laughs> well, there have been a couple of skip sessions for Throne Keeper, so there's, there's probably more likely that it was just something that got mixed up along the way, but um, also, time you want me BS is a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because, well, Chris, someone said that was the first time she, uh, she caught sight of her and that, you know, she fell for her. So, I mean, we we already know that's not true. <laughs> so maybe it was just like a little ploy. I don't know. Did you have anything else to Cuba? Um, Yes. Last thing. Laszlo meets with a businesswoman named Ghost, who happens to be a smuggler from Ravenhold. I am really looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. Also, there's cage fighting in um, Hikatsuya now. <laughs> so... Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> I'm wondering if... Every um, form of entertainment. Many... Yeah. <laughs> you knew that was going to be on the list. <laughs> hey man, Oscar can make some of his money back if he, you know, just dips down a little bit in that alignment chart, just slightly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you bet on yourself against the champion. You show everybody you're a badass, and you make lots and lots of money. You know? Yeah, just it's don't wear easy. your official armor and uniform. <laughs> I side 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 side. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a dip in the alignment chart. You can get back up there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, more resources is always good. Personal resources. Yeah. Even though he's got all the resources the military can give him, but um, <laughs> a little bit extra never hurts, does it? <laughs> I mean, how else is he supposed to get all those good-looking weapons? I don't know. You know, all mm. those all those efficient weapons, like the spear he has right now. But um, yeah, that that's pretty much uh, Throne Keeper. 
it was a good good fun episode so that leaves us with kingmaker and um raren being raren <laughs> let's not jump the shark okay? every single <laughs> button crawl head he was a nice guy this episode first and then he was an asshole okay <laughs> and then he got a little bit of comeuppance if you know what i mean <laughs> oh man so uh this episode starts out with ray Rin calling out to octavia and he basically divulges the plan to her and, and hopes that she agrees to help uh bind the specters to the stone and they want to send that stone to the negative uh, plane. And he comes out and tells her that there's, you know, they don't know the true extent of the ritual and that there's no guarantee that she will be going to Lady Aravel's uh, realm. There's no guarantee, but hopefully she ends up going there. And the pros are that uh, she'll be helping the, what do they call it, vigilites of this. Surviving vigilites, yeah. And then all the effort of that they had to put into to convince the surviving vigilites, hey, listen, they're trying to keep you alive. Stop being an idiot. Get out of here. And then we see that was that was Ray Rin's nice guy moment. And then he continues to be an asshole from this point on. <laughs> okay. I mean, we have to make sure. Yeah, that's ritual that could go boom, and um, <laughs> the ritual could go boom, and there could be a lot more um of these specters popping up and <laughs> the weather looks like it's going to turn to ship. So probably don't want to be close to where they're roaming. Yeah. We've always been here. So... <laughs> okay. Um, you realize that your dead vigils is like um, holding them back so that they don't swarm you now. Um, yeah. You're making them sacrifice more than they've had to while they're alive and you're not willing to sacrifice your Even home for bit. it. For a, only for a temporary moment while we get this thing under control. Yeah, you guys are shameful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, shame works. <laughs> Shaming someone definitely works. They eventually. Yeah, um, but like Scott said, um, you know, there's only consequences to that later. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, there will be. <laughs> and from so, this point on, we get Draymond being a dick to Kroll. Yeah. Really, for no reason, but <laughs> they go they go back to their camp, and Leon just keeps on going. So we need to move back too, right? No, no, no. We need to move back too, right? <laughs> <laughs> like it still take us a time to rebuild our fortifications and that sort of thing, and that sort of thing. You realize, right? So you you know we have to move back too, right? <laughs> <laughs> and jake would just like everybody to realize um one is coming back so don't get used to crawl <laughs> krishka is making a return that was an announcement Actually, that he made quite quite clear many times during this episode <laughs> um yes. yeah and then it starts with the doom and gloom storm of the that everyone else is experiencing, and it doesn't let up. But um, yeah, because of the storm, they have to. Well, they don't have to, but they uh pretty much decide not to travel for a little bit. And we get the questioning of Rayrin from. I mean, not from Kroll. Kroll we get from the questioning Rayrin. of Kroll from Rayrin. <laughs> 
and him constantly freaking trying to tease the heck out of the emperor that he killed <laughs> something. Man. Because he thinks for some reason that Kroll's not in there, is only the emperor for some reason for a bit there. Like, okay. And then Kroll pulls the emperor out of him as the giant ghoul that was swallowing um, Raven whole. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to bring back some memories. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe good enough for Raven to jump back into that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But basically, they were talking about, you know, um, why the hell is Kroll following Raren around? And he calls him um, a leashed, basically puppy. I think he said dog, but he's, you know, you're saying that he's just yeah. a leashed animal following Raren around. This is Raren saying this one to you. Yeah, to Kroll. He's saying this yeah. to Kroll. And he's like, what kind of ambition would, would you have? And then that's when Kroll gets frustrated and pulls out the Mole King and is like, why the hell are we following this asshole? <laughs> And Mog's like, you don't have to follow this asshole. Go west where my old laboratory was. We can do our own shit without him. Oh, man. And everyone's like, oh, you don't have to follow him. You can follow me over here. We get this ritual done. And just like, and I can offer you power as well, my friend. (laughs) Welcome to the dark side. (laughs) At that moment, you realize that Ray was just fishing for something that he can twist. <laughs> the entire moment he's just been fishing for something he can twist on a crawl. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what it felt like. Especially after um, what was it the Discord chat? It was like he didn't see any ambition from Crow, and it was just like he was he was basically just there until that moment. And then Raven was like, Ah, yes, yes, now I have some blackmail material. <laughs> now I have something to work with. Yes, this blackmail material more like. Now I know how, how this guy's working, so now I can now I have a way of yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it is hard to blackmail somebody with no family. So <laughs> it's hard to blackmail someone when you don't know their history. Yeah, <laughs> he still doesn't know that yet. It just knows he just knows the personality a bit better, which we got to. Everyone got to see more of Kroll's personality, Kroll's personality yeah. rather than the Emperor's or anyone else's. And Jake keeps talking about some of these uh, abilities he wants to show off. I really want to see more of what the spiritualists can do. Mm. I can't. I can't wait to see more abilities, though. Like he said to the Emperor, he's not built to, to fight. Take to fight Raven. Yeah. yeah. Both working together would be able to. Yeah, that makes me wonder what those abilities Definitely are. More investigation. More. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure. It's I am curious also why he why he didn't why the Mole Emperor didn't come out as the um the form we've been seeing him in and why he was. Basically, the ghoulish form. Oh, that's entirely to piss Raven off. <laughs> that's entirely to scare the shit out of Raven. I mean, it was a different ability though, because it wasn't—he wasn't there spectrally. He was there like with ectoplasm. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if that's like something that has the ability. But that—that's cool. Um, so um, they decide not to travel one day, and then Raven's like, "Fuck it, we're going to Kurzweil." <laughs> Richard, they're like, oh, you can go to Horde Gwyn. Like, they realize, why do we want to go to Horde Gwyn again? <laughs> <laughs> when Curse Hall's way closer. <laughs> Let's go to fucking Curse Hall. We'll be wait out the storm Just, there. Yeah, teleport there, man. What the fuck? 
if we need to go to Horde Queen eventually, we can just go there from Kersal. Yeah. Way shorter. Way shorter. Yeah, um, and Kroll's basically says he doesn't want to be led around by the Emperor or Raven. As to sum up that little chatty bit there. And so they end up traveling towards Kersal, just the two of them, and um, the rain just gets so bad that they decide, screw it, if we go to the fire moat, we'll probably have a better time there. Now that George is supposed to be around there and that sort of thing, so fine there. And they walk mm. up and there's oh, there's permanent structures here. Oh, gee, the druids are getting really comfortable, aren't they? There's hobgoblins, more hobgoblins. Hang on, there's only like a couple of hobgoblins, the druids. And then the hobgoblins turn and start talking to the mob. Both of them speak it, so um, that wasn't a problem. It's just a, oh shit, these aren't the druids anymore. <laughs> yeah. We get that back in time adventure. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I really, I really um, love this little back in time adventure thing because I want to see a little bit more of the canon stuff. Like I have my own mental image of what was going on in uh, Iraq back when the Mo Empire was there, but you know, we get a little bit more, a little bit more from with information. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to see that. <laughs> so, um. Kroll, who's just in usual gear, versus Raren, who's in his royal gear, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And Raren's on this to slave. Hmm. Yeah. They both realize really quickly that, um, no, this has to be the way it is. Otherwise, there's going to be a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows how powerful the ancient mole were around freaking a fire moat. Yeah. We also find out that the water moat's being changed at this time. Yeah. That the the elemental in the water moat has uh, perished and they are getting ready it's to... drain dry, yeah. Yeah, they're getting ready to... Um, well, they're in the process in. of swapping, swapping them out, yeah. Yeah. Which, if you know anything about elementals, they're also souls, so... Yeah. Yeah, so draining souls dry. <laughs> Who else does that? <laughs> I think Raven might be feeling really at home with us, except for the fact that he's the slave. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if they knew that they were souls back then, though, like the moles. I think they picked that up off of like the um, mole research from like pillars and that sort of thing. So I think the mole do. Well, wasn't that all in um, elemental? Well, I guess. No, 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 no. There was, there was actually more the druids, I think, actually. But I think there was also yeah. some research of that on was, mole ruins. It was an elemental speak, right? Well, I guess the, they could have. They spoke elemental. They, they knew what they were, what all elementals were saying. We, yeah. we learned that from uh, Ophios. Mm. So yeah, they're, they're probably the ones who wrote all that stuff down. Whereas the druids just knew that from working with it all the time. <laughs> so we got um. Raven's glorious moment of comeuppance where he bends down to talk crawl like, okay, so what the fuck are we going to do now that we're in this situation? And, um, smack. <laughs> well, Raven what? told him. To smack him. again. <laughs> <laughs> Raven told him to smack him because they got caught. Um, Raven was speaking Perrin to a mole. Even though he's more of a hobgoblin, but still, and, um, he was speaking parent to a mole, and they, everybody was like, "Holy shit, dude, you're gonna let him do that?" <laughs> and, and that's when he was like, "Smack me!" And yeah, 
Yeah, they enjoyed that. Cassius Smith. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. the idea of Kroll's initiative, but oh well. <laughs> and Cash the hit me, but no, the second one was definitely on Kroll's initiative. Kroll was like <laughs> <laughs> the first one was was because they were trying to keep up um, appearances. The second one was like, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of that. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> but um, a nice little feature that uh, Doug threw in that poor two gold girl has returned. She has not died. <laughs> the one from Regicide, if no one, yeah. no one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm surprised with the two gold that she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's um, like true writing history. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we find out that that uh, she's traveling with her master to go and do work for the military. I don't think he's actually going to fight, but I think he's doing some research for them. I think it was Shane, but yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's on that um, Yonder's gave the money to. I have it as... Uh, no, no, not, not I have it in my notes as a return of um, Yonder's great, great, hundred times great grand. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that was good in Discord. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, so she's talking about how excited she is to have two gold, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna go buy my freedom. Meanwhile, Raven has like two thousand gold, and you can't even spare that girl like one gold, <laughs> one extra gold piece to like ensure that she gets her freedom. Because you know. It's like, She's not one of his people. Why would he do that? I mean, it's, it's his people that he cares the most desperately for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was hoping he would he do it, man. Yeah, they're not his people. Uh, I was like, God damn it, Raven, give that girl another goal or two. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the entire time. <laughs> um. So yeah. now we have freaking three different factions of the mole from all the chat. Yeah. We have the imperialists, we have the seekers, and we have the separatists. Seekers being from the Earthiest one. Now for more details. So that's the. I mean, separatists is, and imperialists is uh, two pretty obvious factions yes. as to what those are, but um, the other ones we could do with more information on too. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to have more information on any of them, really. <laughs> well, we find out the imperialists do not um, worship the elements. They don't believe in any gods or anything like that. Um, based off what Kroll said to, um, what the emperor said to Kroll. Yeah. yeah, based off what the yeah. emperor told Kroll to say to the uh, to the guard, he was like, you know, tell them you don't believe in anyone. So, yeah. so we know that they don't believe in the in the uh, guards, which I'm guessing either the seekers or the separatists believe in. Maybe they both do. That's a potential. But, I don't know. Yeah. They believe uh, they worship the elements. So, uh, also, um, we found out the Vinay is causing havoc at this point in time, which would all the regions, you know, yeah. yeah. Which regions, Shin? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this this reminds me of. Um, it's kind of. I'm pretty sure that the Vinay is a lot more merciful, but. It kind of feels like this is Rena and Paradell, where it's like <laughs> she's a problem in the Empire's ass. That they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with her, but you know, we're they we're going to talk just yet. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, they never do get one. 
Unless. <laughs> oh man. But um, lots also, of jokes in this episode. A lot Aaron of... definitely needs some cocky bonds, dude. He is way too uptight. <laughs> I just feel like he's way too uptight, dude. So a couple of cocky bonds would would help out when you get back to the real world. You don't want to screw up the timeline by you know messing with girls from a long time ago. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, he's already missed the devils. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of jokes oh. in this session with uh, the ones I wanted to specifically highlight were. Um, um, yeah, sorry, Will, but uh, a lot of tree jokes with Nathan involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, coming up, thing, thing that um, they're walking to see the druids and that sort of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said he was messing with the dryad. <laughs> oh man! You know what? Even though um, Delric says this literally like a hundred times throughout the series, I completely forgot why nobody was questioning why Raven is not a parent. Of course, it's because parent looked just like humans when they're young. But I was like, dude, why is nobody questioning him? This is clearly a human in parent land, and. In, it took me a second. I was like, ah, yes. That makes sense. They're, they look exactly the same. <laughs> so if you might have had the same thought, which I don't think many people did, but if you did, I was there with. <laughs> I was not thinking about, okay, um, so not questioning that. So where did humans get involved in the picture? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I want to know. Because I wonder if humans were also slaves at that, that time. Probably were, because all we know is that the mole had most of Eroth. Mm. As to what the rest of it was that they didn't have, that to be interesting too. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the next episode where we get to see a little bit more of this stuff. Uh, it's a shame that Ellen's not there, but if they left him out know. in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until uh, Raring returns, he owns the Empire, guys. So. <laughs> They just, they just go to one of the moats or whatever and they just find Gregor's likeness carved into it. It's like, see, I was there. <laughs> oh, man. How cool would it be to see Vinay? I, I doubt we'll get to ever get to see her, but, you know, we, we know so little about her personality and we know so much about her brothers. So I think it'd be so cool to see. Well, brother. To actually experience her. Oh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I meant brother's personality, not, not multiple brothers. <laughs> yeah yeah that i I do that too often i make things shorter than they they should be for clarity but yeah but that was pretty much it and yeah they unfortunately had to hard end kingmaker with a yeah unfortunate time management (laughs) i mean to be fair to be fair there was a lot of speeches and a lot of I do have to say that there was a there have been a bit bigger waits for the shows to start that sort of thing, and yeah. uh, there's also been a a lot of um, <laughs> guess banging it right at the start sort of thing that they could have. But um, I mean, it's not been fun. <laughs> well, Kingmaker is Kingmaker had the best unfortunate um, timing for us. Um, I I enjoy them. Neil getting a phone call right as they're starting. I know in chat it seems like I'm complaining a lot of the time but i i enjoy the extra outside chat like um less 
I, I don't want to date this, but last night's uh, I've literally saved it. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I reckon if I see it again, you owe me 100 gift subs. I was like, oh man, I've already given you 100 gift subs. I can do it. No, we're even. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, um, yeah, amazing song, Lofi. You know, you, you almost turned me <laughs> a couple of times. I was singing that song in my head Rich because of the dance head. party as I was watching, rewatching it for the podcast. Um, yeah, the the afterward dance party and um, late night television show. <laughs> we also had uh, another member of the community, fucking Magoo, doing the timekeeping for um, Jake Stricken. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thought to get you. Remember, I gotta I gotta write this down next episode. <laughs> well, he had that whole section while um, Neil oh. was on the phone, but um, wasn't really much like in, like in canon. But, um, <laughs> I think I saw like eight and a half minutes, I think, oh, at one man. point, but I don't think that was the end of it. Or it could have been. It could have just been eight and a half minutes. <laughs> Nearly five hours. And there's also the whole Scott's keyboard having a power button for the whole computer on it. <laughs> I mean, having a single button yeah. that does that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's on my laptop, weird. I've got. And it's enough. I have to press another button in order for that to mm. Or I actually press the actual power button on the laptop, not on the actual keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in a weird location. Usually they're like at the top with like um, yeah, not in the... like a bunch of different functional keys, but not usually uh... in the middle. <laughs> not in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> that. Just seems really easy to hit. Yeah, as, as, as that, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a troll keyboard. <laughs> Oops, you meant to hit the H button, but you hit the off button. I hope you got auto safe. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, but that's just that's just something that we we saw that and we're just like, yeah, how is he? Huh? I understand that it hasn't come oh. up before now and that sort of thing, but huh? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, but guys, that is going to be it for this week. Um, also, we are very grateful and very humbled that you guys are like basically uh, clawing for more stuff from the podcast. So, thank you for that. Yeah, the whole. Oh, hey, where was the last? Where was the last week's session and that sort of thing? Like, where was the last week's session? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I had family family issues, so I couldn't actually be there when we had to record them yeah and i kind of didn't want to do it without steve i mean we could have put out uh, an episode i guess but i kind of didn't want to do it without steve so that's why we didn't put out an episode everyone so <laughs> sorry about that but um Families and, funerals and all that sort of thing yeah, so, yeah. i'm I'm just humbled that all you guys are really looking forward to the podcast so thank you for that once again um thank you all the cast members that we get to watch weekly really great rp in this week like last week we didn't um, cover last week, but you guys know what happened last week. So. <laughs> Just going to say um, MVPs, Crow, um, Chriselin, and Elijah. <laughs> Just Just a little bit of MVP for them, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Wait, more, more for Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah. <laughs> 
Sorry, I just uh, got a little uh, shilling in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) I would like Maureena yelling at Eliza for no reason. (laughs) In the future, thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, man. But uh, also, thank you, Delric. You know, we get to do this every week because you guys are constantly putting on shows. So thank you very much for working this into your busy schedule. And you want to do another one? Oh, oh, geez. There's a lot of work for you, but I'm just like realizing, oh, hell. <laughs> this is going to get longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're at an hour already. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, thanks again for making this world dark. Just a one last note, though. Um, so we did record the next recap episode. Uh, it'll be coming out a little bit later than this one this week because, like I said, like we said before, they are a bit longer. But uh, it should be this week, though. So thank you very much, everyone. If you're looking forward to Regicide's ones, that's the ones we'll cover. Yep. Yep, we are doing Regicide this week. All right, everyone. Have a good have week. A good one, everyone.